Kevin Burke from the Thumbs in Pockets chapter of the Andy Griffith Show Rerun Watchers Club saying thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry. This episode entitled Goober Takes a Car Apart appeared on January the 11th, 1965. It was written by Bill Idelson and Sam Bobrick and was directed by Peter Baldwin. This is a funny episode with the main characters being Andy and Goober and Floyd comes in a little bit later. Then there's a character by the name of Gilly Walker. Now, Gilly Walker, if you watched Hogan's Heroes, you'll recognize uh, this actor because this is Larry Hovis, who was best known probably as Sergeant Andrew Carter on Hogan's Heroes. So, again, that's a familiar face that we see there. Anyway, let's get back to our Andy Griffith Show episode. It opens up with Andy sitting on the bench outside the courthouse, has something in his hand. Goober drives up in the squad car, and that's not something you see often. Goober driving the squad car, but he's doing a little work on it and says he has it running well. But Andy has a letter from Barney, who happens to be vacationing in Raleigh. Now, one of the things I liked about the Andy Griffith Show is they would keep Barney in some of the episodes by having Barney's letters read. And I always thought this was a neat idea because it made you feel like that Barney was still in an episode, although you can certainly tell when Barney's in an episode. One of the things that Barney mentions in the episode, and I love about the Andy Griffith Show, is you can go back and look at the prices back in the 1960s. He mentioned a pretty big breakfast for only 35 cents. So while Andy and Goober are sitting outside the courthouse, the telephone rings. And so uh, Andy goes in to answer it, and Goober follows him in. He, is the phone calls from Shorty, who, who was supposed to watch the courthouse, because Andy is going to a sheriff's conference in Mount Pilot. And for those of you that are really into the Andy Griffith Show, you know that Mount Pilot is simply the reverse name of the actual North Carolina place known as Pilot Mountain. But supposedly in this episode, Andy's going to a sheriff's conference in Mount Pilot, and he asks Shorty to watch the courthouse, and he can't do it. So uh, Goober sees a chance to help Andy out, and uh, he begs to watch the courthouse. And you can see Andy really doesn't want to do that, but Goober uh, promises he'll be there. So in the next scene, uh, by the way, Andy's going to this conference on a Wednesday uh, during the week. And so uh, the, on Wednesday, we see Andy enter the courthouse, and Goober's not there. So Andy wants to trying to figure out where he is, so he calls Wally's filling station. Wally must tell him that he's here. So uh, in the next scene, we see that Andy actually goes to the filling station and visits with Goobert and pretty strenuously suggests that he might want to get down to the courthouse. Well, Goober's working on Gilly Walker's carburetor. And w listen to the dialogue that uh, Goober does throughout this episode. He does a lot of fast dialogue and, uh, again, uh, does such a good job of this. So in the next scene, uh, we see uh, Aunt B. Uh, they're at home, and he's, she's helping Andy to pack his suitcase. And Andy gets a telephone call, and, and someone said they'd called the courthouse, and Goober didn't answer. So again, Andy's like, what's going on? So he goes down to the courthouse, and he finds Goober. He's at the courthouse, but this time he's outside the courthouse working on Gilly's car. So uh, Goober, in his, in his mind, thought he was doing the right thing because he's finally at the courthouse, but he was ignoring the telephone. So Andy starts to get mad at Goober, and we see a lot of arguing from uh, Gilly and Goober in this episode, and one of it starts here, uh, Goober telling Gilly he drives too fast, and Gilly saying he's not getting his car fixed right, and so on. So in the next scene, we see Andy at home, because uh, he's stormed out away from the courthouse, he's mad at Goober, told him he's not going to let him watch it. So at home, we see Goober, at Andy's home, Goober comes to the house and says that he'll be there, and he promises he'll work at the courthouse, and Andy has nothing to worry about, and Andy says no, he just he just doesn't think Goober's up to it. But after a little bit of encouragement from Aunt B, Andy relents and Goober's going to be able to watch the courthouse. So uh, uh, the next scene we see uh, Goober walking to the courthouse and 
there's Gilly, picks him up in the car, and he says there's still something uh, wrong with the car. And so, uh, long story short, Goober gets in the car with him, and he drives fast, which uh, Goober accuses him of doing anyway. So the next scene uh, we see inside the courthouse. We see Gilly, Goober, and Floyd, and they have the car's engine <laughs> sitting between the jail cells and in front of the desk. And uh, again, what we see happening is that uh, Goober's trying to figure out what's wrong with the car and he doesn't want to leave the courthouse, so he brings the car's engine into the courthouse. So the next scene, Andy returns to find uh, Gilly uh, entire entire car in the courthouse and basically Andy says Goober you need to get that thing out and, and ask him how he's going to do it and you can see it right then that Goober hadn't thought that far ahead <laughs> he hadn't thought about how he's going to get it out and Andy says he wants that car out now so uh, well, after Andy says that he gets a telephone call in the courthouse and uh, while he's on the call uh, Goober gets in the car and starts the engine. So again, you can see the frustration on Andy's face. Now, you know, you've heard me say many times about Don Knotts' facial expressions, but again, we get to see a lot of good facial expressions from Andy Griffith in this episode. Um, so after a little bit more talking, Gilly finally decides he wants to sell the car, and we see Andy threaten Goober, he better get that car out. So again, in the next scene, uh, we, uh, Andy comes back to the courthouse and he finds Floyd <laughs> sitting in a partially dismantled car and uh, Andy gets more mad because the car's not still not out and uh, he gets uh, he's threatening to shoot Goober if he doesn't get the car out and you know we see sometimes in these episodes Andy makes uh, threats to people we all know he's not going to shoot uh, any one of his friends but the next scene we see Andy in her home he's frustrated he looks tired and um, basically Aunt B calls, tells him that uh, she got a telephone call and that there's some officers coming to visit him. And Andy realizes, oh no, they're going to come to the courthouse and they're going to see the car in the courthouse. So he runs down uh, to the uh, courthouse and, and we see that Goober has not only not gotten the car out of the courthouse, but he's put the whole car back together in the courthouse. Uh, and so um, the two visiting officers come in. One of the things I think is funny is that we see Andy pull the car door and he acts like he's trying to take the car door off. I don't, I don't know what he was thinking. I guess he was panicking. But the officers come in, and they look a little bit, and they're trying to think, why would a car be in the courthouse? And then they say, oh, okay, this is an exhibit. Now, during the interchange here, Andy pretends to Goober that, yeah, you know, let's, let's leave the car in the courthouse for a couple of times. And Andy looks at him and says, one of my favorite Goober lines, say it again. <laughs> for some reason, I find that funny when Goober says that. So the officers leave. Um, and Andy and Goober are sending them off outside the courthouse. They go back in the courthouse, and the episode ends with Andy getting a rifle, and he threatens Goober to get the car out now, and I love that Andy sits down at his desk, has the rifle, and has this little smile on his face like, we're going to get this done now, and that's how the episode ends. So again, another good, funny episode. Um, now here's the trivia question. During this episode, who does Goober give verbal telephone assistance to to work on her car there was your hint there who does give her goober give verbal telephone assistance to to work on her car and again uh, if you don't know the answer to this you'll you can certainly go to my website burkeonmayberry.com and i'll have this uh, um, answer in parentheses beside the episode title or you can email me with what you think the answer is and i'll respond to you whether you got it right or not 
Again, another good episode from the Andy Griffith Show, uh, even though Barney's not in this one, at least not in person anyway. But I uh, appreciate you continuing to listen to this uh, podcast. And uh, at this time of year, this is November 2021. If you haven't already found this out, there are two films out relating to uh, the Andy Griffith Show. One is The Mayberry Man, and uh, you can find most of these on Amazon and some other areas uh, online that you can purchase these. And then also The Mayberry Effect, which is a very interesting film about uh, how Mayberry, uh, the Andy Griffith Show, has affected people and, uh, and uh, how they like to go and, and study Andy Griffith Show and be around people, other people who, who uh, are interested in the Andy Griffith Show. So I hope you'll uh, take a look at both of these. If you have any questions or comments, don't hesitate to contact me at iburke at mayberry.com. Or you can go to my website, burkeonmayberry.com, and click one of the links there and send a direct email. But again, I appreciate you listening, and as they would say in Mayberry, my best to you and yours, and thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry.